In Hilchas Isha's Parakidala, the Ramam discusses the requirement of Aina for a husband to spend time with his wife. And to be clear, what we're talking about here is that the obligation for the husband to spend time and have relations with his wife. The Ramah begins by saying that different people have a different requirement in terms of frequency of how often they have to spend time with their wife. And this mostly depends on the type of job that they have and how demanding of it is from them. This ranges from someone having an obligation every single night if he doesn't have a job and he's young and healthy, to once every six months if it's someone who goes out to sea and is a sailor. Look inside Halacha Allah for more details of the specifics. The Ramam continues and says that a wife can prevent her husband from taking a type of job that would require him to have less time with her. Conversely, the Ramam says that a person can marry as many women as he wants as long as he's able to provide enough time for each of them. Practically, though, the Chachamim have said, before Rabbeinu Gershom this is, that one should not marry more than four wives. Obviously, after the Chaim de Rabbeinu Gershom, we obviously are not allowed to marry more than one. The Ramam continues and says that if a person makes a nether that his wife must reveal to other people what happens while they're having relations, then he must immediately give her the money for the ksuba and give her a get and let her go, as it's not something that could be expected of her to do. The Ramam then continues to discuss a case where a person makes a nether that he's not going to have relations with his wife. In this case, we only wait a week for him to take care of this nether. If he doesn't, then he's obligated to let her go free and pay her ksuba money. This is because he's pressuring her and putting pain on her and making her give up on the marriage. Additionally, one who does this is Ivran Alaysasa. If, however, he's unable to because he fell ill, then we wait six months for him to recover. And this is because this is the largest amount of gap that there is for one's requirement to have spend time with his wife. Once this amount of time passes and he does not recover, he either has to take Rishas from her to stay married or he must let her go. Just like the man has the obligation to spend time with his wife, a woman is also not allowed to hold back from her husband from spending time with him. If she does so, she's called a meredes and see halachas chas through Yudalad for all the details and the processes and procedures for this case. The Ramam continues and says that if the husband decides he doesn't want to have relations because he hates his wife, so then in that case we punish him that as long as she wants, she can remain married and every single day her ksuba becomes more and more and more. So essentially there's a knas, there's a penalty fee that goes on top of the ksuba every single day he remains married to her. See Halacha Tezayin for a case where the husband and wife both claim that the other one is holding back. The Ramam continues and says that if the wife becomes sick, the husband is obligated to heal her, and if he realizes that it's a large amount of money greater than the ksuba to heal her, technically he's allowed to divorce her, but it's completely not fitting to do so because of Derek Haritz, obviously. The Ramam continues and says that if the woman was kidnapped, then he's obligated to redeem her. And if he was a Kayan where she became already ushered to him because of this, he still redeems her, and then he returns her to her father's home. If the husband was Yisrael, then he redeems her and then he could decide if he wants to stay married or not. The Ramam continues and says that a person is only obligated to redeem his wife if the cost is equal to other people of the same of similar value, meaning other people are being ransomed for around the same amount of money as well. And he is obligated to redeem her even if the money is much more than Iksuba, even up to 10 times as much. And he's not allowed to say, well, here's Iksuba and I'm going to go and you redeem yourself. He's not allowed to do that. Additionally, if he's out of town when this happens, the Besant goes and takes from his money, from his estate, to redeem her. The Ramam continues and says that if the husband made a neder that prevented his wife from staying married to him, like we spoke about earlier in the parak, and then after that she was kidnapped, he's not obligated to redeem her. Conversely, if his wife was also in Isuri life, someone she was not allowed to marry, then also he doesn't have to redeem her. The Ramam continues and says that if his wife passes away, he's obligated to bury her and to pay for a proper funeral like the minig of that place. And if he was wealthy, he must pay even more and make it a more elaborate funeral. 
the Rambam continues and says that if she was more honorable than him, then he has to make it based on her honor, because a woman only goes up and not down when she gets married in honor. The Rambam concludes by saying that if one didn't want to bury his wife and then someone else came and buried him, then we go down to the person's estate and pay back the other person. The same applies if he was out of town, that the best go down to his estate and pays for her burial.